Yo, I am going a little bit stir crazy. I'm not going to lie. I'm going a little bit stir crazy. This is your host, Rob, back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I'm your host. I'm rolling solo dolo tonight. And I have a few things on my mind. And hopefully some of these things will wear off on you and you can spin in a positive direction. And if you're already moving in this direction... I will encourage you to spread the word to others. So, just to let you know what's going on with the podcast, to give y'all a couple updates, uh, my hope is to invest a little bit more, which we're going to talk about today, and possibly come up with a website for the podcast so I can do like blog posts and things like that and kind of centralize the conversation around that i mean i love the facebook group it is popping it is beautiful but it's limited you know what i'm saying it's still facebook and there's still some people who prefer not to use facebook so and i like to own my stuff so looking into that i'm looking to do some more uh i want to do another giveaway i know times are tough and i know somebody out there could probably use a little joy a little gift a little shum shum you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to talk with Biff and see what we can uh, put together for a giveaway. And I I put this question out there before but didn't get a lot of feedback. But I think I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway because I'm thinking about doing a little clothing line for us. Just the basics, shirts, hats, jackets, coffee mugs. Coasters, bed sheets, pillowcases, branded laundry detergent, laptop bag, computer stand, cereal box, refrigerator magnet, mail opener, car magnets, license plate, border, you know, just little stuff, stress ball, little stuff like that. Not really, not doing all that. But definitely thinking about doing uh, a little clothing thing so y'all can help support us that way. But... The number one way that you all definitely support us is by continuing to listen. So thank you for listening to all the Spotify listeners, Apple, Stitcher, Libsyn. We're so many other places. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know everywhere else we are. So if you're a listener out there, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. I love doing this. This is fun. This is therapeutic. And... I feel like I'm putting some good out into the world when I do this podcast. That's part of the reason why I do it. Now, I'm not going to keep you all long. I know you have a million things to do. Probably not. If you want a little bit more entertaining conversation, we have a library of episodes that you can rummage through and listen to all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to talk about three things that I, three new habits, actually four Four new habits I want to develop during this downtime. Now, Biff and I kind of talked about this a little bit on the last episode. Hold on. Yeah, Biff and I, three things, maybe four, I don't know. Biff and I kind of touched on these things on the last episode, but 
I want to go into a little bit more detail and tell you all a little bit more about what I plan on doing and how I go how I plan on going about doing it. That is the biggest difference. I feel like there's a lot of quote unquote information floating out there for people, but no one offers any true guidance. I'm really tired of seeing all these quote unquote millionaires and thousandaires and you can make $10,000 a week and you can make $10,000 a month. All you gotta do is buy my webinar, buy my webinar, buy my webinar, buy my webinar. And these are people with followers that I've never in my life heard of. I'm not seeing a blog post, an article. I have not seen you on CNN. I have not seen the impact that you've made, but you're telling me about all this money I can make if I pay $10, $20, $30 for your webinar. Which leads me to believe that your webinar is how you're making all those, this money, not whatever quote unquote business you're trying to get me involved in or get me to start or whatever. Oh yeah. So the number one thing that I definitely want to do and that I will encourage you all to do. Yeah. Is invest. Rob, we broke. We're not working. If you're one of those people, obviously, I understand you can't do it right now. But there's more than just financial ways or monetary investments. You can invest in your health. You can invest in your mental health and your physical health. You can invest in your relationships. Now, the investment that I just happen to be talking about is a financial investment. Um, thankfully, I'm not out of work, still working, and I am eligible for a stimulus check. So one of the things that I'm definitely going to do is invest more. Shout out to my boy, Russell Stewart, AKA Russell. He hits me off a little tidbits on Instagram um, you gotta have you gotta have homies who do different things, man. Like all of your homies and friends shouldn't run all in the same circles. Like a lot of my friends know each other, but they all add a different aspect to my life. I go to certain friends for certain things, and certain friends bring me certain things for me to look at and to think about. And they really invest in our friendship. And he's one of the financial uh, people in my life that I go to with questions comments concerns and we've been talking about stocks lately now i'm gonna tell you this right now i don't know shit about stocks so let me stop you don't email me don't comment don't inbox me i know nothing about stocks i have the very i have one principle foundation principle thingy mabob whatever there's only one thing i know um i just mentioned all those webinar gurus earlier, right? So I caught one of them who was offering a free class. I'm going to show you how to buy stocks. Do you want to know how to make money in the stock market? So I'm like, all right, it's free, right? You know, yeah, your time's valuable, but I'm like, it's free, you know? So signed up for it. This is about a year ago. I did this maybe a little over a year ago. Signed up for it. Um, was disappointed because it was a trick, but I did learn one thing, one. And I think it was about an hour or maybe a 45 minute thing. Number one, it was pre-recorded, which I didn't like at all because they never stated that it was pre-recorded because if you're gonna pre-record 
if you're going to pre-record yourself doing something like that, teaching someone something, then why do you have a chat? Why, why are you giving me the ability to chat and ask questions if you know you're not live? I didn't like that. So I was like, he, I was lost right then and there for the most part. But, and I'm not going to put the guy out there. I'm not going to say it's a scam either. I don't know. I just stopped. But I watched it, but I didn't invest further. So one of the things that this person said was the type of stock you should invest in should consist of companies that you utilize every day. So I started thinking, hmm, what brands do I have in my house? What things do I use? Oh, I had a Galaxy phone at the time. I had an iPad, so I'm thinking Apple, Samsung. I play Xbox, so Microsoft. I know about video games, so Sony, Nintendo. I have an HP laptop. Johnson & Johnson makes cleaning products. Uh, Native Instruments is a uh, DJ company. Well, not DJ company. They make musical software and hardware. So I just started looking around to see, okay, who are some of these brands I need to look at? And I started looking. Then I downloaded an app. I chose Robinhood because um, uh, a black old head, as I like to call him, or a mentor, even though I didn't spend much time with them, told me to download it a while ago. I downloaded it but never used it. Then I started playing around in the app. I started searching these companies, Apple, blah, blah, blah. I started searching them. Then I started saving them. Then I started watching kind of like the trends a little bit and seeing how much it costs to buy a stock and watching the stock go up and watching the stock go down and how much is it going up and how much is it going down. And I learned a couple things. One, for me, I look at stocks as a long-term investment. I look at, this is me, and I could be wrong. Ooh, hold on. Excuse me, I don't know what that was. I look at stocks as an alternative to a savings account, a volatile savings account, and I look at it as a responsible, kind of, sort of, possibly, waste of money even though it's not really a waste of money because they say the market will always go always go up eventually granted you can't lose but so rob what's your point i started developing a habit to where i will i'm a quote quote unquote nick nick knacker if you will i'll go on amazon and buy something i really don't need or i'll be in the store and buy something i, I don't need or i'll buy two of these or two of that or i'll buy a video game even though i'll probably have 100 games that i haven't even started on i found myself spending money on things that i thought were fulfilling a purpose that weren't fulfilling a purpose it was like the whole you know how older people say it in the black community their money's burning a hole in your pocket so what i started doing was Whenever I saw, you know, I was looking at stocks and I'm like, all right, I need to get into this. So whenever I saw a knickknack I wanted and I didn't really need it, I took that $5 or that $10 or $20 and I transferred it to my Robinhood account. And I transferred and I transferred and I transferred and before I know it, knew I had a hundred and something dollars. Hadn't invested it yet. Then I looked at some stocks, read a couple articles about the companies to kind of get a feel for their direction. And I said, oh, I think this will do well. So I put some money in. Oh, I think this will do well. So I put some money in. Oh, I like to eat at this place. Let me see if they're traded. Oh, they are traded. I'll put some money in. And then I started tracking it. I started looking every day at the Robinhood app. 
and I'm watching the money grow and I'm watching it shrink and I'm watching it grow because I love the app because you can watch your money. That 10, 20, 15, dollars you put in, it shows you what you've gained or what you've lost all time and it shows you what you're losing or gaining each day. So your money is constantly moving, which I like better than the savings account because the savings account, yes, is going to move, but it's going to move at a turtle's crawl pace. Yes, your money is safe. Yes, it's guaranteed growth, but it's very slow growth. Whereas the stock market, you may gain, I mean, even in times like this right now, you know, you may gain $5, $10, $15 in a day off the money that you've invested. So... I like that much more than my money sitting and, you know, gaining a little tiny bit of interest, 0.01% or whatever in the bank. So long short, I started doing that. Um, and now during this, I don't want to call it a recession, but during this downtime, uh, back to my boy Russell, he told me about a stock. I took a look at it, read some articles, put some money in, put some money in. Saw it going up and down, put some money in. Saw some um, Instagram posts. Shout out to the people posting about the stock market on Instagram. And uh, this was eye-opening for me. Saw where some stocks were before everything happened. Some of these stocks that were $30 and $40 before all this happened are now $10, $8, $12. So common sense says, and I'm talking about, I'm not going to name the industries. <laughs> So I'm looking at these industries and I'm like, these are necessary industries that will come back. I'll just say travel. You know, travel is going to come back. You know, certain food is going to come back. So I'm like, you know, taking advice and looking at it. And I'm like, this makes sense. Let me get on in, get in on this now while it's lower. And then I will benefit as it climbs back up as we come out of this pandemic. It may take six months, it may take a year, it may take two years, but I know it's going to come back eventually. Once again, versus put my money in the savings account. So that's what I did. And I love looking at my portfolio every day. I will give y'all this one that I missed out on. You don't get very many second chances at things in life, but there's a company called Beyond Meat. Uh, again, I I know nothing about stocks. I'm be honest with you. I'm using a very basic, rudimentary approach, and when I'm investing pennies compared to a real investor, um, if you want to do some serious investing, I would suggest you get a brokerage account. That's the advice that I was given. Talk to your financial financial friends. Do some research about that. Use a mutual fund or Roth or something like that. I'm just using basic money. I'm doing ten dollars here. $50 there. I'm not investing thousands of dollars, but beyond meat was one of my, one of the lessons that I learned. I listened to the breakfast club and I heard Angela Yee talking about beyond meat. It's a plant-based, um, company that makes plant-based food products. So I believe if I'm not mistaken, let me see, I'm going to do my research. I want to make sure I'm right. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. I believe, okay, so... They are, I don't know, 
But I think I could be wrong, but I think Beyond Meat provides the product for the Impossible Whopper, which is a plant-based Whopper. Um Yep. So if you ever heard of a Beyond Burger, they have those. Let me see. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't remember. Well, I can't I can't find facts, but I'm going to hold y'all up. So I believe Beyond Meat is providing that meat product for Burger King, which is good to me because I'm like, okay, y'all are looking at a huge sector, especially fast food. Fast food is booming right now because, like you, you're probably tired of cooking, right? So, I'm sorry. This is really bugging me. Yes. Okay. So, here's another thing. They're also providing product to Hardee's now. So, back to my lesson. I'm sorry. I'm, I got scatterbrained and sidetracked to research. I apologize. What I saw was... With the Beyond Me and plant-based food. And I'm seeing a lot of my friends are vegan now. I'm seeing the food trend change and shift. And just looking at what has been going on in the meat industry. And people finding out diseases. And we don't have, you know, look, do your history on meat. I mean, meat is always in the news or something. Something's always being recalled. So people are looking for alternatives without having to give up what they love. Which is the taste and consistency and feel of meat in their mouth. Pause. So... <laughs> What I saw was, back to the Breakfast Club, Angela Yee was talking about it. And then next thing I knew, when it hit the market, I wasn't investing at the time. And I saw that stock shoot through the roof. I forgot where it peaked at, but it was high. I want to say it was close to $90 or $100 a share. And I was like, wow, I missed out on that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I should have bought some when I did my little reading and research, but I watched it instead. Well, now it went down. You know, and it was one of the things I remembered. I was like, hmm, I remember when this stock came out. I remember when it went up and how I felt about not being able to get in on it. So this time when I got in on it, the stock was, it fell to around, when I caught it, the high 50s, low 60s. So I bought a few. And then within a couple of the, I would say about a week after I bought it, I was already making profit. So I bought another share. So I have a few shares of it, and it's been going up ever since. And I think it's going to continue to grow up. And I think of the trend of them continuing to partner with these chain restaurants, meaning you have consistent, consecutive business because people are still eating out. People want to eat healthy. People want vegan options. And if you're the supplier of all these chain restaurants, that means you're putting in thousands upon thousands upon thousands of orders. You're going to make money, which means your investors are going to make money. So it just made sense. So that's just one of the strategies that I use. I, again, I know nothing about stocks. I've taken no classes, no courses. I just took one bit of information that I learned. I talk with friends. I do my own personal research. Do I plan on getting rich after that stock? Probably not. But if I buy one every now and again before it peaks out, I'll probably make a couple hundred dollars. But that's a couple hundred dollars I didn't have to work for and I let my money work for me. So I digress. Back to the original point of investing, that's what I mean. 
Find some, find a way to make your, if you are in a position to, find a way to make your money work for you. Take that thing between your ears, your brain, and utilize it. Go learn a new skill, a new trade. Get on YouTube. Get on Google. Talk to your friends. Hey, what you doing to make some extra money? What are you doing? What are you investing in? Well, how does that work? Well, do you have a recommended course I could take? Do you have a recommended book? Which is going to get me to my next point. That's what I mean when I say invest, when I'm talking about financial investment. This is the time. If you have the time, if you're one of those people like me who's quarantined, who's at home, I'm not sick, but stay at home order in place. You know what I mean? I'm home. I have the time during the day to do this. So why not? I would be a fool not to. This is, I don't want to say a dream come true because this is a horrible circumstance, but this time is not something that I would normally get, so I need to take advantage of it. So back back to my original point for the thousandth time. That's what I was talking about when I talked about investing. And I now have a little small, little baby personal portfolio that I look at that I'm investing in. I just found someone else. Shout out to uh, <laughs> Dab the Broker. Um, got another person I can talk to about these stocks. And I'm just going to continue to grow my knowledge. Actively looking for a reputable course I can take, not one of these people who tell me I can make $10,000 in a day so I can learn more about stocks, so I can make it work even more in my favor. All right, number two, reading. Reading, reading, reading. I need to develop a reading habit during this time. I need to develop a reading habit. I want to develop a reading habit. Um, I take book recommendations from people that I follow. Charlemagne the God off the Breakfast Club. I know y'all probably tired of me saying his name, but uh, with uh, the level of ignorance also comes a level of intelligence from him. And he's recommended some good books. And I told you about the book, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. I think that's the name of it. Yes. By Ramit Sethi, Sethi, I can't pronounce his name. Sorry if you're listening. I will teach you to be rich. I have that book. I have all these books, but I've not used them to their full potential. I need to read them. I start them. I don't finish them. I'm going to develop a daily reading routine. I think what I want to do, a lot of people say they read before they go to bed. I think I want to have an AM reading session, an afternoon reading session, and an evening reading session. I want to carve out 15 to 20 minutes for each of those sections. So maybe an hour a day or something like that, hour and a half a day I want to dedicate to reading because they say if you want to hide something from, you know what I mean, <laughs> put it in the book. So I'm tired of it hiding. I'm tired of it hiding. I will teach you to be rich has actually changed my mindset towards money, but go back, listen to that podcast. We're not going to do the whole recap thing, but I really... That author of that book, I heard him on someone else's podcast, and it really sparked a change in my life. And I've been living differently ever since. I'm not rich yet, because I hadn't read the book like I should have, but my mentality towards money and what I do with my money and how I spend my money and how I live my life and the choices that I make with my money have changed just because of hearing what he had to say about it. He gave me a new perspective, but I digress. I also want to read just for personal bet betterment. Um, a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot, but the author tends to have a rooted, invested interest in their 
work of art, which is their book. They've been through something or they've researched something. So I'm going to get something a lot more meaningful, I believe, from a book than I would uh, a Facebook post or a blog post. You know, a book is some is a work is a is someone taking a part of their life and building a piece of work. So, you know, books take time to write, too. So there's some thought that goes in there. So I want to read more books so I can gain knowledge a different way and absorb this knowledge a different way. And I want to be able to talk about books with some of my friends and tell my friends about books that they should read, too. So Malcolm Gladwell is another author that I've heard a lot about, and I have a couple of his books. So we're going to get back to this. I have a DJ book I need to read, too. I think it's called Last Night a DJ Saved My Life. It's about the history of DJing. So I need to get back to that, too. But, again, the first thing I talked about was investing. Second thing was reading. I definitely want to become more of an avid reader. The third thing, I said four, but eh, they're kind of mixed. Four. So number three, working out. So if you know me personally, you know that, well, you might not even know. There was a time in my life where I was vastly overweight. I wasn't, I mean, I was obese, but I wasn't. Like, oh my gosh, if you saw me, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you're so big type deal. But for my height and for my age, I was too big. I was almost 200 and I want to say almost 280. I was like 270, 280. I was way too big. Got a life coach slash personal trainer. Developed new eating habits. Lost the weight. Excuse me. Kind of kept the weight off. Kind of balanced things out for a while. Now I'm floating in this weird place. My eating habits have changed overall, but I'm kind of backsliding to my old, old self. And I don't want to go there anymore. And I'm not working out. So I definitely need to carve some time out to work out. And you don't have to kill yourself with the workout every day. I know it doesn't take a whole lot. Even if I do two sessions, I could do 30 to 45 minutes in the a.m., 30 to 45 minutes in the p.m., something like that. But I want to develop that because... If this pandemic has not taught you anything else, if your family history has not taught you anything else, if your own personal life experiences have not taught you anything else, let me teach you something right now. Your health is key. Your health is key. I don't give a damn how much money you have, how cool you are, beautiful, talented, smart, athletic, all of these things. If your health is in is not in order, none of that stuff will matter. Shout out to uh, one of my favorite MCs, Styles P, said he was talking about his rap career and he's talking about his health because you know he does juices for life. Uh, he has a pharma, an online pharmaceutical company too, I believe, and they sell sea moss and things like that. They sell natural herbal supplements, and he was talking about how. He was so depressed and just always in a bad mood, and it was linked to the way he was eating. And he was like, if your health is bad and you could have $100,000, but you'll be miserable with that $100,000 because you don't have your health. He said, you could be healthy with $5 in your pocket, and you'll be feeling great because you have your health. You feel good. You look good. You move different. You act different. It's a huge impact on your life. And I believe him because when I lost my weight, confidence went up I felt better I felt stronger faster motivated energized all of those things all of those things man so 
Getting your health together matters. And you can start small. Start with 20 push-ups a day, 15 push-ups a day, something. Develop a habit of doing that. That's one of the things that I'm going to do because I want my health to be in order. I'm getting older. I'm not getting younger. I'll be 36 this year. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the year. So one of the things I definitely want to do is get my health in order. I'm not sick. I'm okay. I'm good right now. But I'm like, all right, yo, this is this is the time. This is the time. You have the time. Develop the habit now. And I want to encourage y'all to do the same thing. Join in. That's one challenge I don't mind. The push-up challenge I see you going around, cool. You know, no one challenged me yet, though. Don't challenge me. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, get your health in order. Look at what you're eating. Look at what your daily activities are. A walk is cool, but what else can you do? Because super-duper lesson I learned in high school, yes, working out is good, but if you don't burn enough calories, you wasted your time. So that's why the diet is the biggest part of any health regimen. If you eat like crap, you're never going to be able to work out enough to burn it off the right way that you need to. You're never going to do it. You, you like if, if I have Popeye's chicken three times in one day and try to burn all those calories, I'll probably kill myself because it's, just, it's too much. So you got to balance the two together. And that's something I need to do better. And I have to go grocery shopping. Well, today, which is tomorrow, but today when y'all hearing this, I got to go grocery shopping. So that'll be interesting. All right, so the fourth thing kind of touches on the first one about investing and uh thank you guys for sticking with me sorry for the hiccups and stuff like that but i'm just kind of shooting off the hip a little bit but this has also been on my mind and i didn't want to post all this i just wanted to give it to you direct lastly i want to save better so even though i trash savings accounts it is important <laughs> it is important to have some cash available cash on hand cash saved you know when your money is invested in the stock market and things like that yeah you can cash it out whenever you want to and get your money you know like that sometimes but you really kind of want that money to sit because you'll take i mean you'll still gain but if i have let's say i have 10 shares of a company and that's worth a thousand dollars something comes up and i sell three shares, you know, okay. And now I have $300, take care of what I need to take care of. But now that stock goes up. Let's say that stock goes up, just using round numbers, it's hypothetical. Let's say that stock goes up another 50 bucks. Yeah, I still have seven shares and I gained an extra $50 off those shares, but there's three that I no longer had. So I missed out on 150 extra dollars I could have got. And on top of that, now it's going to cost me more to buy back in because the stock the stock went up. So instead of me paying 80, 90 or whatever I initially paid before I got to $100 a share, now I got to pay 150 a share. So it's harder for me to get back or to reposition myself because now that I'm putting these 3 at 150 and the rest were at 100, my gains aren't going to be as high because I'm still catching up from that extra 150. If that I hope I didn't lose y'all but you know it costs you more to come back to it so when it comes to stock like you want to leave that there let it sit unless you think something big is going to happen or you want to reposition yourself with another stock you kind of want to leave that there unless you just want to again reposition yourself 
or probably liquidate it and just get out, period. So that's one thing I want to actively do. I want to actively save, 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 save for a rainy day emergency fund. They say you should start out by saving up for a month of bills, then two, and eventually get to six months worth of bills in your bank. Literally meaning if you are out of work for six months, you can pay every single bill, no problem, we'll sweat off your back. And if it's for six months, you probably start sweating during month four, if you're me. That's something I want to build up. That's something I want to do. So it's all going to come down to balance. I can't throw everything in the stock market, but I still need to be a little more aggressive because I'm investing what I consider a little bit later in my life. But I also need to be aggressive with the savings because look at where we are now. I just happen to be blessed enough to be in a position where I can still maintain and make my income. I lost my part-time job, so I did cut some of my income, and it did chop into some of the plans that I had, but because I'm pretty good with my bills and stuff like that, I wasn't depending on the part-time job. It was a cushion for me to get to where I wanted to get to faster. So now I got to look to replace that income, and that, that brings in the other thing I was talking about earlier, investing again, invest in yourself. Make your money work for you, you know. I've been screwed with that. If I depended on that part-time job, I'd be screwed right now. I'd be screwed. So now I'm like, okay, well, what can I do in case that happens again? And I still have that same extra income to get ahead. Some of the things that I'm looking at. So hopefully you're doing, this, doing the same thing. And I want to encourage you, if you're one of those people who has that knowledge, if you're investing in something, you're doing something, spread the word to your friends, encourage people. Um, I made a Facebook post and told people, hey, if you're not buying stocks right now, you're tripping. If you're not trying to learn about stocks right now, you're tripping. You can make some money right now. To take this from a stock dummy, I'll call myself a dummy. You can make some money right now in the stock market. If I can do it with the flip, a slide of my thumb and a press of a button. I've made I've made money. I have made it's it's right there for the taking. So you just gotta put in the effort and put in the money. <clears throat> but that's one of the things I've been encouraging someone to do people to do, man. Take advantage of this time. Alright. I'm gonna let y'all go. Wanted to keep it short and sweet. Um, my prayers go out to those of you who are heavily affected by COVID-19, I'm going to send a special prayer out to you, your family, your loved ones, everyone going through a financial situation. I pray that the stimulus check that you receive is enough to get you through to the next step. I did see an article saying that they were thinking about maybe possibly doing a second one, and that's probably pressure coming from uh, seeing what other countries are doing. I know some of you may have seen what Canada is doing, but Canada, I think, is doing like a four or five month payment plan for their people. So, or citizens rather. So, prayerfully, that comes through. And lastly, I just want to give another word of encouragement just to reflect on this episode. Those of you in a position sort of like me to where you're able to still make your income, you qualify for that stimulus check, and you get that stimulus check. That is, your, that is your second chance. That is your opportunity. It's not every day. It's not every year. It's not every month. It's not every moment that something happens to where, boom, here's a, for lack of a better word, lump sum of money. Bong, here's 1200 bucks. What are you going to do? 
you know, unfortunately, uh, businesses know how consumers are. If you're like me and you've been surfing the web, you've seen stimulus sales all over the place. I saw people posting pictures of Walmart and Target. They're already putting out TVs and all this stuff that people can come in and buy, right? And we know, you know, some people like some people in the position like me who are still making their money, they're looking at it like, oh, that's a that's an extra twelve hundred. I could I mean, real talk, I could go buy a new TV if I wanted to. I could go buy a PS4 or a laptop or you know all kinds of shit i could just go spend the money on but i'm looking at it differently through my older more mature lens and i'm like yo how can i make what can i do to make the most of this stimulus check this stimulus check should be a gateway for me to make a little bit more money or it should be a gateway to get some type of debt off of me so i can get that bill which is another 25 or 50 dollars per month back in my pocket this thing is going to work for me. All the crap and the junk that I'm thinking about buying. Yeah, I got wish lists and stuff like that on Amazon. But guess what? All that stuff that y'all talking about, that 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 quote-unquote new-new. I know nobody says that anymore. I'm old. Guess what? It's going to be replaced next year. There's going to be another iPhone next year. There's going to be another Samsung next year. Whatever you think about buying, they're going to have a new one next year probably. <coughs> so, But you probably not, you're not going to get this check next year. So think about that. Spend responsibly, people. If you're in a position to, I would encourage you to spend responsibly. All right. I'm out. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all already know. Join the Facebook group. The conversation is crazy. It's hilarious. Thank you, everyone in the Facebook group that listens and that continues to comment in the Facebook group. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for continuing the conversations. And I get a lot from those. Like, I read y'all's comments. And I try to like them and I try to respond to you guys because I love hearing people's perspective on things. That's why it's called From My Experience Podcast. We all have our own experiences. So, From My Experience Podcast is the Facebook group. Um, Instagram, FME underscore podcast to follow the podcast on Instagram. I want to see y'all get more active with my story, man. What's up? Where's the love? Where's the love? I post a story. I post questions and polls and I'll get 15 to 20 views, but only three people will click the button or only or bots or spam are answering my questions. What's up? It only takes five seconds to look at someone's Instagram story, see something and say, oh, I can click yes or, oh, let me answer this question. Support your boy. Let me get the feedback because the feedback that I get on there, I'm going to bring back to the podcast so we can keep the discussion going. So help your boy out. Show your boy a little bit more love on Instagram. You can follow me personally on Instagram, complete underscore vision. That's my personal page. It's private, so you might get rejected. Maybe. I'm going to tell you right now, if your page is private, I'm probably not going to accept you. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a contradiction because my page is private and you already know, man, tell a friend about us, man, spread the word about the podcast. If you have someone who's in an industry or has some insight on something, or you think will be an interesting guest or someone you think we should have on the show, hit me up. You can DM me on Instagram. You can hit me up on Facebook messenger. You can email us from my experience podcast at gmail.com or fmepodcast1 at gmail.com. Once again, y'all be safe, be healthy, practice social distancing. Please.
We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.